Welcome back to Trends in Low Places, a comedic exploration of the dumbest stories today. I am one of your hosts, Mike Cushing. And I am the lion's tigers to his bears. Oh my. Yeah, you fucking had to steal. <laughs> you, first of all, you didn't say your name. You just said oh my, yep. which you stole from me. <laughs> I actually had it lined up, ready to go. And you're Michael Howard. I am, I'm on. Michael Howard. Oh my. I am Michael Howard? Damn it. Go fuck yourself, San Diego? This is literally the one time like you started saying it. I was like, oh, good. I have something to respond to here. Mm-hmm. And then you stole it. Yep. You just took it. I and just... didn't say your you didn't say the one thing you had to say, your fucking name. <laughs> I honestly can't be trusted to say that anymore. It's twice yeah. in a row that I fucked it up. That's fair. Well, Michael, how are you? Uh, okay, I guess. Yeah, it's a it's late yeah. on a Sunday night. A lot going on. Missing the Grammys for this. Mm-hmm, Thanks. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm traveling next week, so I didn't want to do it in the hotel room because that never works out. That's fair. It's a poor auditory experience for everybody involved, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it usually it we lose it. We just lose the thing. We just straight up just just lose it. It's gone. Yeah, beefed it and wanged it. Well, Michael, guess what I did tonight. What did you do tonight? I tried Taco Bell's new French fries. Ooh, how were they? Um, I will say, so, you know, obviously my role as a uh, internet hero is to try every new Taco Bell um, menu offering that comes out. Obviously. Um, I'm mad because they got rid of the $1 stacker meal, which was pretty good because it was almost like a taco crepe <laughs> in a way that I really enjoyed. They got rid of that and it was a dollar um, for the fries. The fry itself is very good, but it has a spice on it that is questionable. Mexican, right? That's a Mexican spice. I read it. Mexican spices, it's really just like, they include some kind of lime salt in it that is, like, the fry is very good. Like, I think without, if they just salted the damn things, like a French fry, it might be the best fast food French fry on the market. Oh, I was going to ask, where where on the hierarchy of... uh... Fast food French fries. It, like, the fry the itself is very good. The lime salt is very bad. Mm. What about the sauce? The, so the sauce is the most inoffensive. <laughs> it's just nacho cheese. Like The best thing about it that you could say about it is, hey, now you have a cup of nacho <laughs> cheese to dip whatever else you got at Taco Bell into. But it's like it's not like the other nacho cheese at Taco Bell that has like some flavor to uh-huh, it. It's, uh-huh. just, it's just a bowl of yellow goo, mm. which, all right, yeah, I'll dip into it. Hmm. I'm just saying, it's a good fry. The lime salt is not great. So what? What is what is your top fast food French fry? Ooh, I mean, it's so I have I have a story. I almost brought this up. My top fast food French fry is Checkers or Rallies. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah, uh, it's a good fry. It's a great fry. And I got really worried. So I haven't been to a Checkers or Rallies in ten years, but no, probably six years. And certainly, certainly not since I've been on my diet. I haven't had the fries. I miss them because they're so good. Mm-hmm. The other day, I was walking into my into my home, my apartment. I was going through the garage, and someone had made some fast food crimes <laughs> on the parking deck, and they dropped like a checkers bag and like a cup, and then there were fries strewn about. So you ate one? And no, no. <laughs> Listen, it's not a it's not a trash can with pizza inside of it. I didn't just scarf it down. It's not second grade. Um, 
No, but they were different fries. Dif- wait, different than normal? They looked like just regular, like, cut potato for Like, you know, Wendy's fries. Well, maybe that's they why they look- threw them on the ground. Yeah, maybe they were expecting the good season fries and they didn't get it. And they're just like, oh, welcome to the trash, idiot. <laughs> maybe Checkers ran out of fries, so they just went next door to Wendy's. We're like, hey, can we maybe. borrow some fries? Can we borrow your dumb shit? We need to serve it to some idiot. <laughs> we need some shit fries. Wendy's has the worst fries. Yeah, even when bottom. they came out like the natural sea salt fries, it was like no, no. one's buying it. Like you, your burger's fine, yeah. but no. Um, yeah, no, it's it's checkers. I think for me. How about you? It depends. I mean, you know who's got surprisingly good fries, but the rest of their food kind of sucks. Arby's. Arby's. Yeah. Yeah, it's just Arby's. It's great fries. I think Arby's is just, you get the Jamocha shake, you get those curly get season curly fries, fries, and then you get the fuck out. <laughs> just leave. Arby's is the one place where, like, even even the pictures of their food or, like, their ads do not look appetizing. Like, the beef sandwich looks, it looks, it, it just, it doesn't look like real food. It just looks like someone boiled a whole cow for 18 days and then just, like, cut some off, like, very thinly and then just slapped, like, some bad cheese on it and then got a guy to say, we've got the meats. Right. If, you're, if the best thing you can come up with for your food is, we've got the meats, it's like, okay, sure. Almost every other place has the meats. You haven't told us what kind of meats or what grade of meats. They did have, so Arby's did test a uh, venison burger. Mm. In Atlanta, like the week after I moved up here, mm-hmm. and I could like I was so busy like moving and getting settled and like working at my new job that I just totally forgot about it. And that's I'm not gonna say it's my greatest regret since I moved up here, but it's in the top five for sure. <laughs> I think I failed everyone. There was a place. There was a, th- a place I worked at um, at my old job. It was in Colfax, Washington. Mm. It was a town of 2,000 people, and there was one, there was two, sorry, two places that I had heard of before in, in the town. There was a Subway and an Arby's, and then the other only other places to eat was something called a Taco Time Yeah, and a, a really, really terrible Asian place, Chinese food place, that, that the guy I worked with kept claiming it was good. He's like, oh, let's go to the really good Asian place. The really good, the only one. Yeah, the only I one. I like it. Yeah. Uh, so I ate at Arby's. That's a lot. That's the probably the first time I'd eaten at Arby's in years, and it's the last time I've eaten at Arby's. It just seems like it's such a good deal because you can be like, yeah, I'll I'll pay a dollar for like eighteen pounds of food, but fuck, I'm gonna pay for yeah. it. I mean, I could do that at Taco Bell, and it's. I mean, I'm still gonna pay for it, but like. I'll enjoy it a lot more. I pay then. that price gladly, almost like Christ paying for all of our sins. <laughs> I pay for the Taco Bell price. That I I could not be happier to pay that mm-hmm. price, the iron price, if you will. Well, Michael, what do you got going on for me this week? Any any fun stories? Um, you know, I think we're gonna do the the all animal show, right? We're going all we're going all Go, nature, all, huh? all nature, unless I happen to just come across something while I'm clicking through these stories. Planet Earth 3, huh? Planet Earth. Planet Earth. Actually. Yes. Before we get into nature, I have two rich people stories. Okay. Just rich people doing whatever the fuck they want. So first, I think we got to get into Elon Musk selling (laughs) 
flamethrowers. <laughs> and not just the fact that he is, because he, he, he'd been talking about this for months now. But so they sold a flamethrower to like 50,000 of their backers. Like, you know, basically it's like you'll get a hat and the option to buy a $500 flamethrower. Um, which, by the way, shipping for it is $210. Well, yeah, because you can't just ship that normal. You can't just throw that in a FedEx box. I could ship a gun FedEx. I know the rules for that. But anyway, this Should looks I like to a buy mass effect. from an online place instead of having to go to some store? They, they will not do that shit. I guess the gas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so th- it looks like a Mass Effect 3 gun. <laughs> like, it looks like a video game gun that shoots fire out of it. Um, but... So that's fine. I like, whatever. Elon Musk can sell me a flamethrower. That doesn't really seem like it's in his, like, wheelhouse. Well, it's a boring inter- It's a boring machine flamethrower. Right, the boring company. Yeah, the boring sure. company. And you can also buy a uh, fire extinguisher for $30. Which is a good add-on. And also, he should include that for free. <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and say that. But So he tweeted uh, today, uh, the 28th, <laughs> at 1 a.m. He was up late just saying... The rumor that I'm secretly creating a zombie apocalypse to generate demand for flamethrowers is completely false. Second second tweet. You need millions of zombies for a so-called, quote, apocalypse anyway. Where would I even get a factory big enough to make so many? <laughs> it's kind of terrifying because, like, it's too funny of a joke for Elon Musk. Right. He's not that funny. No. And he's also the closest thing we have to a real world, like comic book super villain exactly. like he's so adjacent to being a villain that like i'm sure he owns a volcano somewhere well and as we see a lot of times in comic books and stuff there's a fine line between just a rich person or a superhero and the super villain it's all in the origin story so all it's going to take is like well, that one thing like god forbid well i mean he already lost i mean like god forbid he loses someone he loves in a tragic accident like that could be all it takes to turn him on his head. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I will say, maybe an hour and a half before he tweeted that, he did he did tweet, obviously, a flamethrower is a super terrible idea. Definitely don't buy one. <laughs> next next tweet, unless you like fun. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, this is a man who... Was he drunk? A month... <laughs> pr- probably. This is a man who a month ago launched his own car into space. <laughs> like... He owns a rocket company also and used all of that power to put his fucking car into geosynchronous orbit. You know what? I'm not going to lie. He created space trash, like trash. Like no one else in the world can do that except for Elon Musk. Just like, I'm going to put my garbage into space. I mean, that makes the most sense to me. Like, why are we not? Why are we? We always talk about how the landfills are like full of garbage and, you know, the plastic takes so long to biodegrade. Shoot it into the sun. Why well, are we, okay, why are we a, not doing this? I think there's a difference between shooting into the sun. Just for, Michael, you're an engineer. You know this mm. better than me. I think the energy difference between shooting into the sun and putting a car into orbit vastly different. I feel like it's harder to put a car into orbit because it has to be like a very specific location that it has to get to so that it doesn't crash back down to Earth or just fly off into the solar system. Speaking of which, that gets me to my second Rich Pearson story. <laughs> okay. Some asshole, Michael, just launched a disco ball into space. A, like a normal size disco ball? No. No, oh. like a seven foot wide disco ball that can, will be, quote, the brightest thing in the sky. 
But why? Because he's a rich person and owns a rocket company. This is what comes of letting rich people do fun things. (laughs) We've started an arms race with rockets, basically. Yeah, just like... What rich person can, can do the dumbest thing imaginable? Fuck, um, man, if so, I was rich, I would, I would out dumb everyone. No, like literally, I would draw a penis on the moon. Like if I had a, if I was rich enough and had a laser powerful enough, like it would just be lol a big giant hairy dick on the moon. It would be, like, and no one could stop. It'd me. be dick butt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, would just blow up the moon. Why do you even need it? Yeah, so it's so bright at night. So a rocket startup in in New Zealand called Rocket Lab. Oh, of I can't, course, New Zealand. It had to be New Zealand. What uh, so is wrong th- with you Kiwis? What even is New Zealand? So it's a three foot wide diameter ball, but it's it's a disco ball uh, called the Humanity Star, which is supposed to remind us that we're all puny specks of dust living in the terrified masses of the universe. They say it's to bring us all together, but it's really just to remind us that rich people own us and can shoot whatever they want to. Um, Apparently, some astronomer likened it to the abusiveness of sticking a flashing strobe light on a polar bear. <laughs> okay, well, now you're now you've given now me actually, an idea if I'm ever rich. Now I'm actually into it. Um, so, yeah, so apparently astronomers are almost universally angry at uh, this person. Uh, Peter Beck. Is it, is the is it just because they're upset that when they try to look at the stars, there's going to be a disco ball in their way? Uh, actually, exactly right, Michael. Yes, they'd like to look at the star, and now a geodesic sphere with 65 <laughs> reflective panels spinning rapidly and reflecting the sun's light all over the place actually does not make them happy. What is he trying to hide is the question. I don't know what's in there. It's got to be bad, but apparently it's only going to be up for nine months, and then it'll burn out horribly, horribly bright. Um so his his hope is that it'll be the brightest object in the night sky, a per- perpetual reminder that we're living on one rock in a giant universe. And he says that he hates the comparison to a disco ball, saying that he hopes it represents something greater, a kind of focal point for humanity to think about larger issues. And I can't think of anything more asinine <laughs> than a person, a billionaire, putting space trash up. And making it flashy for people to be like, oh, yeah, war's not cool. (laughs) Uh, You know, war's not cool. We shouldn't be launching rockets at each other. We should be murdering this guy. You should be. And so I'm sure this orbit will change, obviously. But um, it's odd that he puts it like the orbital path of this thing goes over the almost uninhabited areas of the planet. Like, it's literally all ocean or Siberia the entire time. Um, Let me shoot you a little map real quick, Michael. He gets Australia, and that's about it. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you get get some of South America, you know? Maybe coming through there. A little bit. Um, Maybe, uh, maybe, oh, I mean, it's going to go very close to the North Pole. Santa better watch the fuck out. Yeah, eat shit, Santa. Um... So he says he has he wants to launch more, but he he's ready to see how the public responds. Hey, don't launch any more, you stupid fuck! Yeah, like don't intentionally launch launch shit into orbit. It's bad. And, like, and this is what worries me about private people being able to do this shit now. Like, it used to be governments, and like even China can't do it. Like, 
their fucking space station is about to fall out of the fucking sky and no one knows where it's going to go. That's actually terrifying. Yeah, and they, like, that's a government agency. Do you remember when the Mir space station came down? And they were just like, hey, there's going to be, like, refrigerator-sized pieces that might hit places. Oops. I mean, I think I talked about it on this show that I'd like to go out being hit by a flaming toilet seat from uh, Space Station. But, like, that happened in, like, Six Feet Under, I think, like the HBO show. Mm -hmm. Like, I think the mere deorbiting killed the person, and then she had to go to hell. I would like to be murdered by a crockpot, just so we know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll all find out how that comes about I won't, next week because i still have no they, idea what it's about watch this is us after the super bowl <laughs> the saddest show on television sponsored content <laughs> i will say i love that they're teasing the horrifying death of a beloved character and but like they've teased it enough to know that his death is dies screaming <laughs> Like that's it. That's the only way it can go. I don't die screaming. Yeah, I don't know anything about the show pot. other than this guy dies horribly. All I know is that it's sadness porn, and Milo Ventimiglia is about to burn to death mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because he slept through a crockpot engagement. That's all I know. And you know what, Michael? I'm a little scared because I've got a roast in the crockpot right oh now. Oh my god, Kush. Yeah. Well, so if I die screaming, sorry for this feed, everyone. I oh Michael, I won't be able to upload my audio. That'll be that'll be rough. Sorry. Can you do it before you die screaming? I'll do it as quick okay. as I can. But you know, hey. my, you know, my internet is spotty at best. Here's a question though. Yeah. When an artist dies, his art becomes a lot more valuable. If you mm. die, does this podcast become just super valuable, like million dollars? I actually do think it depends on if I can upload that audio. Uh, that's in true. Time. <laughs> the last like, audio man, from Michael J. Cushing. If you can get me on air horribly <laughs> screaming, but like throwing Sora through a window just to hurt, like so she's safe, because you know I Save would. Save yourself! <laughs> I would just be lowering her on her harness <laughs> down to the down to the neighbor's house. Um, yeah, if we can get that, then yeah, Michael, you're going to be so internet rich. Mm, mm, oh, mm. shit. All right, buddy, what you got Thank for me? Tell, you, tell me about crockpot. Tell me about animals. Animals. Well, we were talking about uh, rich people and doing stupid shit. Did you know that there's a camel beauty pageant in Saudi Arabia? <laughs> I did. I did find out about this. Yes. <laughs> uh, but what what is very illegal? Apparently, I, I did not know this, but uh, you should not Botox your camels. It's very illegal in the in the beauty pageant. Like just to like tighten up their eyebrows and forehead, or like make that hump a little bigger. Well, they or get, you know, talking? they get uh, they get rated on the size of their lips, cheeks, heads, and knees. So uh, that's not what I would rate a camel. No, no, I'm I'm looking at the hump. I'm all about those humps. The humps, the humps. You know about me, Michael. <laughs> I'm about those humps. I'm all about what the about dromedary hump. <laughs> what about their feet? Do they give you like? What if they have, like, big old, like, waffle iron feet? Waffle iron feet? I'm, I'm just assuming they have big old <laughs> cast iron pan feet. Don't they just have or, hooves? Like, yeah, but, like, I bet they're huge. I don't know anything about camels. Fuck you. <laughs> I just assume moving through that desert, they want a lot of traction, so they have a big old, big old pan. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't say how big their feet That's are. What, okay, I... I'd be looking at the, the humps and the and the feet. So so if you were like, hey, hey, can you judge my camel for me real quick? Just let me know if this camel looks good. You'd be like, well, the hump, the hump is nice. Good hump. Those feet though, you're gonna need to you're gonna need to Botox those feet. 
I'm just saying, Michael, if I'm if I'm judging a camel on desert worthiness, desert sea worthiness, I want a hump because I want all that water. I'm going to tap into that bad boy left and right. No problem. And I kind of want it to be able to move real good. In the sand. Hey, so you know at the uh, at the Kentucky it's like Derby, like galoshes, right? You're wearing galoshes on your feet yeah. all the time. <laughs> <laughs> at the Kentucky at the Derby, Kentucky yes, Derby, they have a, they have a drink, a special drink, the mint julep. Yeah. Well, they have a very special drink uh, at this Camel Beauty pageant as well. Is it mint julep? It's camel urine. Oh, mama. Yeah. <laughs> Is it for the camels? Or no, no, no. It's for it? it's for your health. It's for the people. It's supposed to be uh, the people. The, the people, people at the... I didn't know about it's that. It's a year of I the people. Was, okay, I have a lot to digest here. So, two things. Yeah, you do. One. Ayo. Um, okay, so, the camels are... It's a beauty pageant, I guess. So, yeah, you want it, You want those big, pouty lips. So, people are injecting their camel's lips with... Yes. With Botox. Yes. And, their, and the knees. And the knees. Oh, those Dog, knees. You gotta oh, get those good mama. knock knees. Good big old knobbly knees. Okay, um, so I assume these people were caught illegally injecting yeah. them with bugs. Yeah, they were. They had. But, to, they banned the animals. Do they okay, ban? Just, do they ban? So at a beauty pageant, like a person beauty pageant, are you right. banned if you do plastic surgery or Botox or those types of things? Like a like a small child. Because honestly, that's the only thing that like this is most comparable to one like the Westminster Dog Show, which I have thoughts about. I'm going to get back to this in a second or like a child beauty pageant because it's it's a camel like the owner is doing this to it. The camel doesn't give a shit. Like so your your closest approximation to a camel is a child. uh, Like a seven year old seven year old child and camels. Those are very similar things to you. Yeah. They spit. They make a, a lot of noise. They poop when you don't okay, want so them to. How many camels? They have can massive you beat up, feet, then? Michael. They have massive feet. Just kids and camels. Fucking feet. And everyone Just wants huge. to know what does your kids' knees look like? How big are saying, those knees? In a beauty pageant, like a grown human being has a choice to be like, yeah, I'm gonna pop these boobs full of Botox, whatever they do with them. Um, <laughs> but I don't think you like, put Botox in the boobs. No, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna put a bone in this penis left and right. <laughs> just bone um, this penis right up. I'm just saying. So, a kid, the beauty pet, they don't want to be there. I mean, they might, but only because their parents made them do mm. it. They don't have a choice in whatever. Okay, I get it. So, a camel doesn't have a choice. Camels, yeah, camels just there. Camel just wants to walk through the desert and be full of water on a horse with no name. That's it. That's America, Mike. No, please. <laughs> It's a rad Literally. team, though. I love it. <laughs> Literally. That's America. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Camel doesn't want to be there. No. That's, well, Camel maybe they do. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's like, so the Westminster Dog Show, some of those dogs look like they literally would be upset if they were not the prettiest dog in the room. That's fair. That is fair. That That is, though, dogs have, I don't know much about camel husbandry, but, like, dogs have millennia of breeding to, like, make hyperactive owners very happy. That's a good point. <laughs> so I think dogs might be a special case. But also, can you imagine if at the Westminster Dog Show, the judges just like cranked up a leg, filled up a glass, and then were just like, mm, that's a good vintage. Love that dog. Ooh. 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 
Oh, it's got a little extra, um, a little extra the nose coat. to it because of this dog is in heat, right? Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, the paws, great. The coat, a little rough. The urine, though, mm. Mm, I love that. Top notch. It's got a hint of lime salt in it. <laughs> Didn't think I'd like that based on the fry experience, but mm, you know what? We've done it. <laughs> Oh, you had Baja Blast in there. Okay, mm, interesting. Mm. I'm just imagining a dog as Taco Bell. It's really just the Yokiero Taco Bell Chihuahua that I'm seeing in my head. So, <laughs> the Yokiero Taco Bell Chihuahua, when it was alive, God rest his soul. Mm-hmm. Um, Can I tell you how many Yokiero Taco Bell shirts I had with the Chihuahua on it when I was 13 years old? Hopefully the not more three. than one. <laughs> God damn it. The answer's three. <laughs> I guess I can't talk. I had a lot of No Fear shirts. See, Michael, this is the kind of shit I need to know about. <laughs> and apparently your mom did not think was germane no. to tell me. <laughs> I actually did. I talked to my mom yesterday and I was like, Mom, please tell me. I need some I need some good stories because Kush does not believe me that I cannot remember any. And she the, the best she gave me was that when it, after my high school graduation, all of my lame friends went back and drank wine coolers at our house and tried to make pina coladas with a real live coconut, which we could not open. That's it. That's all I got. That's the that's the best story she gave me. Damn it, man. Why couldn't you guys have been hardcore Christian losers? No, no, that happened way after. <laughs> <laughs> that came later. Um, yeah, Michael, I don't know much about uh, what makes a camel pretty, but I feel bad for these bad boys. Uh, I do, too. But like, I don't know if 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 they like it. Maybe they do. Yeah. Um can I tell you something that, speaking of of pretty, and... Oh, unpasteurized ha- camel milk, too. Oh, they're drinking unpasteurized camel milk, too. That's bad. I, I Honestly, I think the uh, the uh, the urine is worse. But, no, they're um, rubbing it on themselves. Where? Where? Why? I don't know. It's on just, what parts? It, just they're what rubbing parts? it on their arms and stuff. Oh, it's just like a nice lotion. Whatever. And they're drinking um, the urine well, milk combination. All right, Michael, I have two stories. Sorry. Back back. One, one of which builds on what you just said. And the other one. So I, I think these show the duality of man's relationship with nature. And I think to your point about dogs at the Westminster Dog Show, like just feeling very gleeful, how we've trained animals to outsmart us. I, I, I think the word is. Yes. So first of all, I'm just going to. I'm going to read you a headline, and we're going to get into it in a minute. This has such dire consequences to me that I just don't know how to react to it. Headline, elephants, quote, think humans are cute, just like we think puppies are cute. How do they know this? So, apparently we know that elephants have brains, which are very similar in (laughs) We know that elephants have brains. Very similar in connectivity to the human brain, and they have a very heightened emotional intelligence over nearly every other creature on Earth. And uh, they have a highly complex hippocampus, just like humans, which is linked to emotion and emotional information. So they've done studies on how elephants, particularly young elephants, uh, deal with human beings. And they've also done studies around how like elephants are also the the only other animal in history on the planet which exhibit like death rituals so like they remember and they do so mm-hmm. elephants never forget michael you know the mm-hmm. um but so they've done studies and the portions of the brain that light up like when 
we see a puppy, elephants light up when they see us. Particularly young elephants. And that's important. Okay. Because can you imagine the atrocities that human beings have committed on elephants and that they still just kind of like find us like adorable and just want to like chill with us? That's good. That's good. Yeah. But just like so they think what they think they they look at us the same way we look at our pets though at, at puppies yeah so like if a if an elephant just came like if I got lost and and I came across a, a baby elephant he'd be like oh mom can I keep it I think it's a, yeah probably <laughs> I think it's a lot of it's just like if I were to see an elephant especially a baby elephant I would be full on playful oh yeah I mean I would be, be great. I would be up in that little baby's grill, just petting it and mm-hmm, poking mm-hmm. it, much like a fucking puppy. So I'll say this: there's a someone in my apartment complex who got a puppy recently. It's about it's about 15 weeks old, if I had to guess. And that dog, whenever I go to the dog park in our complex, gets up in Sora's grill so bad, just like wanting to have fun with her. And Sora's an old an old cranky bitch. She does not give a fuck. Gets actively angry at it, much like an older elephant towards me, I would imagine. <laughs> I actually can't go in the park anymore when that puppy's there, because Sora gets so angry. <laughs> so Poor old Sora. Pr- oh, no, Sora's fine. She's a big turd. Um, now the other side of this, Michael. How do you feel about dolphins? <laughs> I've heard so many terrible things about dolphins. I still think they're awesome, though, mostly because I just watched a lot of Flipper when I was younger. Right. I, I actually am predisposed to liking them because of Flipper. Yeah. Um, so our friend Jen, who lives in, in China now and just had, had a child. Congrats. Congrats. Um, she has a theory that if if someone walks up to you and you ask them, like, what's your favorite animal? And they say dolphin. They're a bad person. <laughs> Almost to a T. Is it because dolphins are, like, the only other animal that, like sexually assaults other no, dolphins it's just it's just that people who like dolphins are bad people that's her thing but there's this story really messed me up i'm gonna be honest with you so this comes from the universe institute for marine mammal studies in mississippi uh and so they started training dolphins to collect a litter that falls into the pool and when they return the litter to a trainer they get a fish Okay. Like, okay. okay. Yeah. So the dolphins, dolphins learned it. So they learned to keep their pool clean and they would bring any trash they found to a trainer. They get a fish. Okay. So then one of the trainers, Kelly, took this a step further. Uh, so she started like tearing things off into the pool, like tied to rocks, and they would pull just the paper off and bring it up to her. So, okay. So they started learning stuff. Um, but then she's like, hey, you know what? Sometimes seagulls fly into the pool. And just die. <laughs> so, wait, what? The seagulls just... Yeah, it's a weird thing in the story. I don't know. They but, just die? So anyway, it's like a, a large bird. And so, it was dead when they the dolphins thought it was litter. So, oh, that's... A, the trainer saw that. It was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to sure. give you a lot of fish. That's a big piece of trash. Like a seagull. Just a massive <laughs> trash pile. So, the the dolphin... Got a lot of fish for the bird. Oh no, he started killing all the birds that came in. Started killing every single bird that came into the pool. And then brought it over. I mean, that's To just get treats. Logical to me. 
If I bring it's you logical. a dead bird and you give me a treat for it, if I don't get enough dead birds, I'm going to have to create my own. The thing is, they're getting fed normally. The fish were just a treat. But so now they're creating more trash and like killing trash and bringing it like that's kind of t- like I know it's just like we did that. Like the trainer here like made a game of mm-hmm. it. But like, what the fuck? And I'm just saying, I read I read a Choose Your Own Adventure where you had to discover the lost secret or like the lost city of dolphins. And they were not happy for us to be there when I got to page 87, mm-hmm. Michael. Mm-hmm. Bad shit happened to me well, yeah. in that book. I don't know what dolphins are up Shouldn't to. that book have just been called Choose Your Own Death? Because really, yeah, like, you just died probably like 99% of the time. Uh, statistically speaking, yeah, yeah it choose, was exactly Choose that your way to die multiple times. Yeah. Oh, you got drowned by a dolphin. Oh, you got drowned by a pirate. Oh, you got shot by a pirate. Oh, you got shot by a dolphin because they have guns now. <laughs> they, Fuck. They've learned to use guns. Okay, but see, I get yeah. th- I get this because you've met my stupid dog, Bonnie. Yeah, she's, she's a little trash She's ball. a little trash ball, and she literally will eat everything that falls on the floor, whether it's food or not. Mm-hmm. If I... If I gave her a treat because she brought me a dead animal, I have no doubt she would learn how to hunt and kill everything to get more treats. I mean, honestly, Bonnie would probably kill Rachel. <laughs> Just like, I killed the big one. Kill the biggest one I could find. Can I please have all the treats? <laughs> I'd like... At least two treats now. Yeah. I did it. I find just random pieces of garbage in her business all the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Soren does not leave my apartment other than going, like, to PetSmart. She runs me over there into the into the dog park. I find the dumbest shit in her poop. I don't even know where she gets it. Nowhere. Just dogs are dumb. Yeah, we should all have dolphins instead. No, Michael, so they'd kill you. And they would go to work in your suit and be like, hi, I'm Michael. I learned how to talk. Can I have money and also fish? I killed a man. <laughs> I, I get fish now, right? I'll kill you. Do I get a fish for that? They would probably learn that if you brought the whole person, that they wouldn't get as much fish as if they doled it out by, like, body part. Hmm. Actually, so... I think I, I skipped an important step here. So when she killed the gull, she held on to it to make it trash. Like she she held on to it and the trainers came back to the pool. Like so she realized that she could create trash. I think that's the important part of this. Story. So not only did she kill it, she knew that it needed to be in there as trash in order to get the treat for removing the right. trash. She recognized that a thing that wasn't supposed to be in the pool at all was in the pool. So she killed it and then held on to it to make more trash. I think that's the devious part about this dolphin. That's the part I don't like. Yeah. They're they're thinking many steps ahead. And also, you know what? They don't think we're cute. Elephants think we're cute. Dolphins don't. So they would murder they us in a heartbeat you. if it meant they got fish. If they got a fish out of it, yeah, for sure. The worst part about this. So the trainer wouldn't just throw paper underneath a rock. She would sometimes tie a fish to the rock and sink it to the bottom. Usually multiple rocks, multiple fish, so the the dolphin would get it. And then the dolphin wouldn't eat all the fish. She would use the fish to lure more gulls into the into the pool. Oh fuck me! Yeah, we're all dead. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's the thing. I'm sorry. I'm a little drunk. I should have realized that. Oh earlier. my god. But yeah, it's just 
that like multiple complex problem solving. It's like, yeah, I can get tons of fish if I use this one fish to lure a gull. Plus, I get to kill it, so I get to taste that good blood. Oh man, it's horrifying. It, I'm never going in the water again. No, that's terrifying. Like, what if these? Like, what if one of these dolphins got out and just everything was trash to it? Like, at least sharks are just prehistoric killing machines. Mm-hmm. All mm-hmm. they think about is eating. Like, if you bop them in the nose, they'll go away. <laughs> you know, it's like one hard bop in the nose, they're gone. I can't do that to a dolphin. Who knows what they're thinking? They they probably have spears now. At least, yeah. See, Flipper. Flipper taught us that dolphins were the good guys because they would always save people from the sharks by ramming dolphin the sharks. Dolphin propaganda. Dolphin propaganda. But it turns out that the sharks are the good guys and the dolphins are just evil little bastards. No, I think the sharks are just the dumb guys. Just the, they're, 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 just, they're the classic fall they're guy. They're like the Biff, the the Biff can, Tanner. Yeah, like dolphins Dolphins just do a nice frame job on a shark. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, carnage in the water. Yeah, it was that guy. <laughs> I tried to help you. I bopped. I, I shoved my nose into him real hard. Well, I didn't. It, it, well, I wasn't the one who created all the blood with all of the gulls that I murdered. Yeah, look, I have I have round teeth. I can't do anything except kill a gull and you. Whatever. Sorry, Michael. What you got for me? I have a. It's not. It wasn't on Weibo, but it's about China. Okay, let's do it. And it's about animals. What's on Weibo? Sort of. Kind of. It's it's from it's from Asia. Okay. But not it wasn't on Weibo. I mean maybe it's on Weibo. I didn't see it on Weibo, but they haven't really been updating what's on Weibo.com. Yeah. Maybe. It makes you worry about whoever was running that. Hmm. It really does. Right? Damn, I didn't really think about that. Oh. Uh oh. Well, let's get to something happier. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so apparently there is a tr- a growing trend uh in China called cat sniffing. Um so like the South Park cat sniffing? I don't know that one. You let a you let a cat spray in your face and you get oh. high and then Kenny flies <laughs> to an alternate dimension and meets uh <laughs> No. Not quite. No. The, the, the spray, everything but the spray part. Okay. Ah, uh, they called it the cheesin. The cheesin. One way ticket to midnight, heavy metal. That's the song they play. Mm, I must have missed that one. <laughs> Go on. Sorry. So, so apparently there is this thing called cat sniffing where um, people are obsessed with the smell of their cats, and so. They basically just grab their cat, put it right up to their nose, and just give it a big old smell. Just, and it's like a it's huh. like a drug. They get they need their fix. That's the quote in this article is uh, is pretty great. As a veteran cat sniffer, sure, I'm not an amateur or a, a rookie cat sniffer. He's a veteran. Veteran, I know what's up. If I don't get my fix, I feel absolutely terrible. I have a serious cat addiction. Oh, Jesus. That sounds like the least. I I hate that person so much already. (laughs) But apparently, uh, there is a... So there's a Chinese e-commerce platform called Taobao. Taobao, sure. Has sold nearly 10 billion yuan, or about $2.06 billion worth of cat-related products in 2017. I don't know what cat people are up to, but I don't trust them. Right? Because 
Have you seen that that tool that lets you lick your cat like your cat licks itself? It's this like what? mouth guard that has like a weird plastic like rough tongue attached to it, and it lets you lick your cat. Like your cat would lick itself. It's the most uncomfortable thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Cat people, can we talk? Yeah, um... Wait, so you lick your cat? You lick your cat. Um, Does the cat want to be licked? I think so. Because, I mean, they do lick themselves pretty much nonstop. But yeah, but I don't... You you don't normally see other cats licking Other cats. cats. It's called a licky brush, Michael. And really, it just looks like a... The licky brush, sure. Okay, yeah, huh? It just looks like a, a rubber tongue with, let's be honest, spikes on it. Um, <laughs> and then a, a, a bite guard that you just bite down and lick your fucking cat with. I will say that a cat is like the only animal that I don't mind if it licks me. Because it's not wet. I do not like the wet licking. It is gr- it it grosses like me out. it like shark skin. It feels like shark skin on you. Which is fine. That's fine. It's not wet. I used to have... We had a friend in South Carolina who would let Bonnie lick his feet. And it literally made me want to just curl up in a ball and die. It was so gross. You let Sora lick your feet, don't you? I will literally take any attention I get from that dog. <laughs> Sora licks my face. My if I get back from a run and I'm just all sweaty, Sora's licking my arms, man. Oh God, why? Look, I've had dogs my entire life, and I love my dogs, but oh, Michael, God, I'll no. be honest. So Sora used to do this thing. If you were sleeping on a couch, she would her 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 move was to just do a drive by face lick real quick. She just walk past, <laughs> boom. I think you've woken me up before, like when you like when I lived with Rachel. And you are on the couch, just screaming, Sora, no lickies! <laughs> I do not, I don't like, oh god, it's, there's just something, oh, they, they lick their own assholes, man. Yeah. And I've seen what comes out of that. Oh yeah, I pick it up all the time. Um, yeah. Just take a look at this gif, man, it's the worst for this thing, for the licky brush. It's just a, a grown human being wearing... Oh god, it's even worse than you described it. Yeah, it's fucking absurd. Why not just use your hand? It, like, it looks like this man has a droopy dildo in his mouth and he's rubbing it against a cat. That's all it looks Look, I like. Get, I get cats, so cats like to come up and they like to have their heads rubbed and they like to rub their face on you or whatever, but like you can just hold it in your hand. They don't care that it's coming out of your stupid fucking mouth. Yeah, except uh, you get to look like a fucking dumbass when you do it, so that's fun. Oh, well, that's, that's an added plus. This did, this thing did raise $53,000 on, of course on it did. Kickstarter, which, damn it, Michael, we need a dumb business idea. Well, we're going to make the Apple thing go viral. Okay. By the way, I, I, I've busted open two apples. Damn, I had, I, so I did go to, on my lunch break on Friday, I did go buy two apples, but they, they weren't very big, and I... I have my face. Like, you talked about your Trumpian hands. I couldn't uh, get a grip on the dang thing. So would it make you angry if I just did it right now in front of your face? Yeah, let's, let's, yeah, I would. Do it. Get one. I want to hear the crunch. I'm getting my, my form down here. Okay. Okay, so you're doing it. I, so I found another video on the interweb. It was a, a woman who did it. And she, her form was way more interesting than, like, the guy that we saw. Because she just, like, she literally just gripped it and ripped it, like, 
Really? Scr- she just grabbed it and just she just went. Sc- it apart? She went straight up the middle and just sort of tore this thing in two. It was amazing. All right, do it, man. Holy! Oh, did you hear that? I heard it. Okay, so you're you're digging your fingers in. Is that what? No, it well, takes? That's, I was trying to rip it like you said she did, but the the one I did before was I I did this. Now you got juice just... on your fingies. That's gonna be tough. <laughs> Damn! Absolute menace to society. Look at yourself. <laughs> that sweet crunch of that apple was well damn it Michael color me impressed I'm a real Vietnamese boy <laughs> alright well now now I need to do it I'm the only one mm-hmm. alright Michael well other than this dumb cat and that other thing I talked about what do you got for me? I heard you. La- I heard you laughing about something pretty good on the way in. Yeah, I had a pretty good giggle about this one, um, <laughs> and I will be honest. I-, I hope you find it as funny as me. Um, the original question is not that funny. Okay, like it's it's fine, but like there's a comment, and then the second comment of that question made me lose my mind, <laughs> mostly just because of the way it was written. All right. Okay. So this is from uh, the subreddit No Stupid Questions, and <laughs> I just noticed the the username of the gentleman who posted this uh, top Trump wanker wanker all in caps. <laughs> Can we talk about stupid stupid questions for a second? Yeah. So I had a teacher in sixth grade. She was our science teacher, uh-huh. and she actually had a sign that said "stupid question." And if you asked the stupid question, she would hold up the stupid question and not answer it. Michael, I have two. I have two things to say to you. One, this is the kind of Michael Howard Young content that I crave. I need this. But this wasn't even about me. This was my teacher. Did you ask a stupid question? No, I. I never ask stupid. I don't even ask questions. <laughs> I didn't ask questions because I was too busy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> man, there was something about elementary te- school teachers. Like, I, I get that that's a, a a way to teach. But like, I had a fourth grade teacher who. She was one of my favorite teachers, by the way. She was amazing. This woman wound up being one of my, like, somewhat... I, I liked her. I respected her. When I left her class, I was like, okay, you're a tough old bitty. I appreciate that. <laughs> I learned a bit. Didn't care for your attitude. Don't say that much. This is the woman who, uh, like, if you asked, hey, could I? can I go to the bathroom? She'd mm. always be like, I don't know. Can you? See, this teacher wasn't like that. She was great, and she was a she was younger. Um, she just understood that like there are stupid questions, and please do not ask them. That's fair, but how you're sixth grade? Mm-hmm. I feel like sixth grade is the exact right time to ask stupid questions, though, because like a lot of shit is happening to you that you don't understand. <laughs> like, I think you're waking up to a lot of things across the physical universe that you just like. But you're assuming you're assuming that like what she was saying was a stupid question, right? I'm I'm taking the logical leap. You said science. I think you said science. You know, (laughs) I did say science. Yeah. Okay. But it wouldn't be like, oh, hey, you know, I have a question about that thing you're describing. It'd be like, sort of be like, what's dirt? (laughs) <laughs> you know, like that's a stupid question. Okay, well, and it's also this is why. So 
I think I'm I'm seeing a widening gulf between your education and my education. Can you imagine what is what the stupid question sign would get earned in, in Michael Cushing's Christian school as opposed to Michael Howard's public school in education? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The stupid question would be like, "Oh, God did it. See ya. Eat shit." Yeah. <laughs> That, that, it wouldn't say stupid question on the sign. It would say God did it. God did it. Eat but fu- what about God did it? What about angular momentum spinning the planets? God did it. Fuck off. Um, okay. <laughs> so here's the question. If humans were one one hundredth of the size we are now, would we still be able to make laptops slash smartphones like we know them? I So I just watched Downsize the movie and they had smartphones despite being so small. Spoiler alert. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> Got me thinking about the parts in those phones. They'd be super tiny. Would it be possible if humans were always so small? Would we have invented them and be able to make such innovations? No. Yeah, we wouldn't. Okay, so here's... No, we just definitely would not because transistors are a certain size. Okay, so first comment. Likely not. Transistors can only be so small, and cutting edges are getting to sizes on the atomic level. Additionally, there's this thing called the square cube law, which means that humans as we know them couldn't have developed at such small sizes. That's a good point. Great point. Can't get bigger either. That's why things like, uh, you know, like Godzilla is just all wrong. Couldn't be able to support his own weight. Yeah. Enter the second comment. (laughs) And there's just something about the way this is written that (laughs) made me giggle like a dumb asshole. (laughs) This is from Sataris on Reddit. Does this mean that a race of really big beans could have faster laptops just cause they'd be able to carry around more transistors? <laughs> Fuck, it does actually. I know. That's exactly what that means. It's just If we were bigger, we could have bigger laptops and cell phones and they'd be faster. And the cameras would be better. Why are we not bigger, Kush? Why are we bigger? Why are we <laughs> bigger? Just like the, a race of really big beans. <laughs> <laughs> but how big is really big? Like, are we talking like just 10 feet tall? Or are we talking like 60 feet tall? Order of magnitude like, bigger. What if we were all Goliath? What if we were all <laughs> nine feet tall? Sure, David could kill us pretty good, but our smartphones would be out of this world. <laughs> so that... <laughs> If we were all, like, the attack of the 50-foot woman, mm-hmm. we could have, like, the fastest cell phone. I think it's just the, the phrase, really big beans. That really, really big beans. Because I'm all about those big beans. <laughs> it makes me think of, like, beans instead of beans. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely hearing beans. Like, what if we beans. were all really big beans? This is a big, I'm just a big old lima bean. What if I was just a big pot of beans with a smartphone, Michael? <laughs> <laughs> How fast would my smartphone be? <laughs> and there's nothing else to it. It's just, like, the phrase really big beans. <laughs> and, like, if you were a really big bean... His only concern would would my laptop be faster? <laughs> How fast would my laptop? Well, not hey, could I, I jump have... to the moon? Would my laptop be really good? Shit! How big would you? How big would someone have to be before they could jump to the moon? And and follow up question: mm-hmm. Would the force of you jumping off the Earth to the moon cause the Earth any issues? 
Michael, every action has an equal and opposite reaction. Hello, physics. Right. I also read yeah. that book from Newton, <laughs> Mr. Isaac Newton. Yeah, but, but where is it going? Backwards. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, downwards. Downwards, yes. Sorry, there's no down in space. The enemy's gate how, is down. So how big would you have to be to jump to the moon? <laughs> Man, you're asking the wrong guy. I'm not high <laughs> enough for that one. Holy shit. I got nothing. But what if we're just really big beans? <laughs> how big of a bean would it take? How big of a be- how big of a jumping bean would you have Ooh, to be? Ooh, now we're talking. Okay, interesting. Um, do Mexican jumping beans actually exist, and do they actually jump? According to cartoons, yes, Michael. And if if a bean was big enough, it could jump over the moon. That much I know. Mm. But hey, Michael, here's the thing though. Even if I didn't, even if I wasn't able to jump over the moon. I would still land among the stars. <laughs> and there's something to be said about how good that is. <laughs> Aim for the moon, because even if you miss, you'll be burned up in the sun. Mm-hmm. Well, it depends mm-hmm. on which way you go. <laughs> Why don't we just send all of our trash into the sun? Now we're back to the important question of the day. Exactly. Why, don't, why doesn't Elon Musk build a flamethrower large enough to burn up all the space trash? Okay, so the one thing about the flamethrower is it said that it was the safest flamethrower. Can somebody explain to me why uh, or so how if it you watch the, the video, If you watch the video, it only shoots a flame about a foot and a half, in which Elon was very clear to... Hold on, here's another thing. So he was very clear that it met ATF regulations, which, by the way, ATF, you can sell a commercial flamethrower if the flame is less than 10 feet. What? So Elon Musk, I had to show my ID to get a goddamn thing of Claritin. I have to take my fucking shoes off at the airport. I could buy a ten foot flamethrower. Feet, ten feet. I could, I could hit the building next to me. I could jump over the moon with that. <laughs> I could, I could strap two of them to me, and then they're rockets, and I'm flying now. Yeah, I could go farther than this flat Earth dum dum who's about to launch a rocket next weekend. Is he actually going to do it? I, it's, it's been delayed. Supposed to do that a long There's supposed to be a, a live stream February 3rd, this Saturday. Whatever. It's probably not going to happen. Sure. Just like there was supposed to be a live stream of that woman kicking that troll's ass and it never happened. Yeah. Well, I mean, once again, it's a steam-powered rocket. <laughs> Dude's only going so far. Like, he he, so what, he should be so lucky to strap a Elon Musk flamethrower to his back. Can you, uh, can you bet on what the outcome is going to be? Like... Does he explode himself? Uh, guaranteed the dark web has some pretty good betting lines going. Mm. Now, if, if only, I ever knew how to get on the If dark only web. we could get on there. Yeah, but, um, yeah, Michael, I don't know. I don't like this world we're living in today. <laughs> <laughs> but what if we're just giant beans? What if we're just, what if Elon Musk programmed us to be giant beans? We're all living in a simulation of beans. But these beans are big. <laughs> this, what this if time we're they're big the beans, beans, and the beans are people, and this time they're big. <laughs> <laughs> honey, I, honey, I shrunk the beans. <laughs> that would have been audio poison. I sneezed real bad. <laughs> Luckily, so glad I muted that in did time. You, did you see that article about the guy who held in a sneeze and it ruptured his throat? Yeah, he like shot his 
pharynx or yeah, larynx yeah. out. Yeah. That's fucked up, man. Don't do it. Don't don't stifle it. <laughs> the worst is when you try to like control it and then it disappears like this one did. Like, what did I do? What did my body? It's gonna do? come out of nowhere. Yeah, it's, it's happening right now. <laughs> well, Michael, do you have anything? Any final thoughts for me this evening, or uh, should we just get right into it? The dang shower thought. Dude, Florida's weird as fuck, man. Oh, what? I only lived there for 30 years. I wouldn't know anything about that. There's a there's an article I came across on the Tampa Bay Times real estate section where apparently a Florida developer has this redonkulous house in Miami and all of his possessions are up for auction. Yeah. And they include things like a stripper pole or a bunch of stripper poles, a coffin, and a, and a giant like life size velociraptor. What do they mean by life size? I'm curious. About um, that. I assume whatever size they think that velociraptors were. He also has a life size alien and predator statue. Um, so it sounds which, like he's a video game developer. Because I kind of want that. Yeah. Michael, real quick, I don't think we're going to get to the story. Can I just tell you that Saudi Arabia allowed its first movie theater like screening in 35 years? It's not worthy of like a whole bunch of discussion, but I want to please tell me that. Please tell me what the mo- what the first movie that they showed was. Was it like Boss Baby, Citizen Kane? Maybe uh, no. It was the Emoji Movie. Oh fuck! Can you imagine if you were not exposed to like modern cinema? For 35 years. And that was what you thought movies were. And you got the emoji movie. You got so the most western bullshit, like, horse shit you can imagine. Like, and you got the, you got that. Like, you went without cinema forever. And then you get the most wasteful piece of shit on the planet. And then you're like, well, this is why I don't need to ever go to the movies again. They clearly did not want the movies to stay. No, it's just like, this is why America is the great Satan. (laughs) They made this shit. Yeah. Come on. I mean, that's no, like it's not our fault. You're not even trying. Like at least it's actually a lot. Our fault. It's a a little bit, but like, Hey man, I don't know. Give me, if you're going to go for a bad animated movie, like at least go like cars. So it's just like sad and dumb, but this is just bad. Like sausage party, I'm sure that would go over real well. Sausage party would have like really nailed it. That would have really yeah, hit the spot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just like no, sausage party would have been bad on a number of levels. Um, <laughs> yeah, just like why the emoji movie? Like that seems like a calculated move on the part of the Iranian government, right? It's like. Hey man, y'all, y'all ain't missing out. Don't worry. Yeah, no, this is this is it. This is, guys, we found the literal best movie we could to show you, and this is it. This is the best movie. We did it. We searched far and wide. This is all the Americans could come up with. This is the best they could come up with. This is actually all they could come up with. This is the only movie that anyone has made in the past fifteen years. It's really weird. Yeah, a dumb emoji who can make multiple facial expressions. <gasps> has a crisis of faith and also other dumb shit can we just say that i do not like anything about the iphone uh i switched over to not from the android a long time ago but i kind of want an emoji so that i could like talk to people as an alien or some shit yeah i will say the um 
the biggest thing I hate about being an Android user, like I admit, I like I, I'm bummed that I can't join like iMessage conversations with all my good buds, my Apple mm-hmm. buds. Um, the worst is when one of one of y'all Apple dipshits sends me an emoji that for some reason isn't on the Android ones, and I just get a box with an X through it. <laughs> I just get Ooh, that cool. I'm just like, oh. I'm going to guess what you said, and I'll just give, like, a shrug emoji back to you, and that's it. <laughs> it's all I can do. That's you the thing I, mean? I hate most about being an Android user. You know, if I was Apple and or Android, and I really wanted to just, like, rub it in the other one's face, I would translate all of the just, like, really normal emojis to just really harsh stuff like you would send a shrug and it would be a middle finger on mm. apple i feel i thought you're gonna go just like it'd just be a pair of like just balls or just like, <laughs> like a butt just like yeah <laughs> just everything everything that's not in the library is just it's it's different. i feel like it'd be an animated gif that like depending on like who you sent it from it would just be a butt that like poops out either like a google logo or an apple logo and that's all you get just, you know, I've tried to have text conversations with people where I only send gifts, mm-hmm. animated gifts to them, um, because I think it's the funniest fucking thing ever, yeah. and nobody ever wants to play with me. Michael, I will play with you in that space all day long. Uh, I will say, I tried to send a gift to someone yesterday, and because Sprint, it took 14 minutes to send the gift. <laughs> kind of misses the whole Misses the boat on that on that whole thing. The funny thing about a gift conversation is the immediacy in which you can just mm-hmm. like drop mm-hmm. a fun little, little animated message to someone. Yeah. It loses a little bit of the impact when you have to be like, I sent a gift, it'll arrive soon. <laughs> you'll get you'll get this tomorrow, maybe? It's like a letter. Yeah. I wrote you a gift letter. I have when I'm in group messages with people on the iPhones, like sometimes it will show up the next day. And out of order, which is really Mm -hmm. fun for me to decipher. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so Michael, I think that'll do it for us this week on Trends in Low Places. Um, Thank you, everyone, for joining us. If you want to find out more information on this show, you can find out more at goodbuddymedia.com. I didn't put up a blog post last week. Actually, you know what? Fuck you, I did. Between now, Sunday night, and Thursday, (laughs) there's going to be a blog post. Oops, you don't know when it went up. Eat shit. But go check out goodbuddymedia.com slash blog. There'll be something new there. The last one was in October. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, wasn't it your New Year's resolution to put up a blog post? A blog post, yeah. That was the the resolution. Your New Year's resolution, I think, was to put up one for each, but I read it in my mind as you will put up a blog post in the month of January, and you haven't done it yet. So I have three days. You have (laughs) three days left. Hey, how about this? I put up four blog posts. (laughs) <laughs> tomorrow <laughs> it's gonna just be one word per blog post this is a blog done um eat all of my butt yeah eat all of my butt um yeah so if you like this show you can find out more information there um we can also find our sister show we had a new episode go up of uh the longest days of our lives in which michael and i and our friend curtis we watched every episode of 24. Uh, we had a new episode go up this Monday, I believe. We're, we're on a new day for that one. Uh, so go check that out. If you like this one, you'll probably like that, even if you've never seen 24. 
we just talk about uh, the Hit Show 24 and all the good shenanigans and murder and stuff. So, and we talk about how great Visalia, California is. So if anyone is from Visalia, uh, you know, check that out because we we say a lot of nice things about it. We pretty much put on a Chamber of Commerce style vacation commercial for Visalia in this episode. Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. check out its scenic airport. <laughs> <laughs> and it's heavily armored antique store. <laughs> well, the antique store, it did get ripped up a little bit at this point. <laughs> I assume they've rebuilt. It's been, <laughs> probably. it's been 17 years. Please go check it. Check out the antique store. <laughs> Michael, how else can people help us out? You can find us on all of your social medias, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at T-I-L-P-Cast, Tilpcast. Um, you can also find us on all of your favorite podcast apps. Uh, you can search Trends in Low Places. Um, and when you do find us, please give us a like or a rating. Um, you know, share us with your friends. Uh, we really appreciate everyone who has told other people about us. And, um, you know, we we appreciate if you would continue doing that because that's awesome. Um, and when you see us post on one of the social medias, if you could uh, give us a retweet or a share or a like or even just... Um, you know, tell us about the show, what you liked, what you didn't like. Um, you know, we're we're trying to we do this for you guys. I mean, mostly for ourselves because, I mean, let's face it, we don't really have that much else to do. But yeah. we also want you to enjoy it. So if there's something that you want to see or uh, you want us to talk about, let us know. Or if you have a story, please uh, email us at goodbuddymedia@gmail.com or uh, shoot us a message on Twitter or Facebook, and uh, we will read that and we will share your story. Yeah. So, Michael, before we leave, I had a quick shower thought for you. Okay. This is just from Thoughts for Shower on Twitter. Thoughts for Shower. Yeah. All right. It's it's one an it's an aggregator, which I don't normally like to do because it feels like cheating. But uh, <laughs> here it is. We could prevent a zombie apocalypse by burying people with their shoelaces tied together. Hashtag Shower Thoughts. <laughs> we I mean, we wouldn't need Elon. They just I mean, tie their shoes together. Yeah, but like, but like they already can't walk fast. But they couldn't walk at all. They'd trip, Michael. It'd be funny. So, Michael, could you could you take a zombie seriously if he started walking at you and just fell over like a total dummy? I used to. Just I used to have like this an thing. Idiot. So my house was not too very far from a really old graveyard like there were people buried in there from like the 1800s and shit okay and i wasn't really like necessarily afraid of them but every once in a while i would think about the fact that the graveyard was very close to my house um but then i would the way i would calm myself down was i would think about how slowly zombies walk and how that by the time the light came out, they would have to get back to their zombie holes. Oh, Otherwise, not fucking Minecraft, them. Michael. No, it's not. It is not Minecraft. They do not so burn up. In they the would sun. have to. They would walk so slow. They'd never be able to make it all the way to my house by the time I woke up. So I would be totally safe. Okay. Two thoughts. One. This again is the exact kind of young <laughs> Howard content I crave. <laughs> And two, you were fucking stupid when you were younger, Michael. Those zombies. Or I was the smartest person ever. How many nights do you think zombies crawled out of their graves and walked towards your house and couldn't make it? And they like got to like three a.m. They're like, "Oh man, we gotta go back." Yeah, we gotta go back because we we need to get him while he's sleeping. Because once he gets up to go to school, we're not gonna be able to get him anymore. Because the sun's up and we'll burn up like dummies. 
but they're not going to burn up. Just people are going to see them. They need to plan their, their shit out. That's why I never went to bed early because I didn't want them to get a head start. So, oh, so they would only start moving once you were asleep? Yeah, it was like Santa Claus. He doesn't come out and give you presents until you're asleep. You're living in the a- zombies don't try to get you until you're asleep. You're living in a fucking dream world, Michael. Because once I see those fucking zombies, it games up. Jig is up, zombie. Jig once is I up. see you, baseball bat is on. I kill you. They had to sneak up. They knew they had to sneak up on me. Okay, that's fair. I took Taekwondo. I was a yellow belt, whatever. Oh, damn, son. Hell yeah. I used to think that a mean, ravenous wolf lived under my bed, and I had to jump <laughs> onto it from 12 feet away. <laughs> and, and yet we both survived. Yeah, thank God. I we hate that it. wolf. I hate that we stupid, dumb wolf. Michael, thank you so much for joining me this week. It's been lovely talking with you. Love you, buddy. Love you, too. Toodles. I hate that dumb wolf. Oh.